book of the Proverbs, uh, which is a book of the Bible uh, about wisdom. So I'm, I'm really excited for, for today. I heard you had a great message last week. Man, I missed not coming to church last week. I was awake early just wishing I could be here. But we were uh, actually up in Tyroo, amazing little place last week. But there's nothing like home, right? And it's so good to see uh, you all with us this morning. Hey, before we get started, I, I just felt through, through worship this morning, I just felt I would like to like to pray for some people this morning. And, and, and we, we don't, if you're here for the first time, we don't normally do this, but I was just really feeling that, that, that there's some people here today, and I'm not going to embarrass anybody or call anybody out, but, but this whole COVID thing with family uh, around the world is just causing you some, some grief and sleepless nights. And, and I know there's families here and different parts of the world where you're, you're losing. Oh, God. <laughs> you're losing loved ones. And you're feeling like there's nothing you can do right now. We're going to pray for you this morning. And, and so, so maybe you've got family members. Maybe you've got friends. So we're going to pray as a family today. And, 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 you know, we know that God, the God we serve, is a God of breakthrough. He's a God of comfort. He's an incredible counselor. He's the, the great healer. And, and, and we're always going to, here in this church, we are always going to pray, believing the miraculous power of God to, to touch and to heal and to restore. So, so this is all we're going to do this morning. If, if that's you, if you've got, maybe you've lost some. Cool. Maybe you'll lose. This is what I'm going to do this morning. If you've lost some, someone or you've got people with, with COVID, wherever, whatever country, wherever they're from, all I want you to do right now, and, and here, here is where a family here is, is just, uh, just to put your hand like this. And I'm going to ask people to, to reach their hands out and just lay hands on you. And I'm going to pray. So, so come on, if that's you right now, if you feel comfortable too, why don't you just lift your hands? So that's me. We, we need some. We've got family. We've got friends that we need some prayer for. So, so come on, everybody. Why don't you just look around? Why don't you go and put your hand on their shoulder or just reach out to all of these families right now because here here at this place we we believe that God is, is a good good father that that we can't understand what he's doing at times or how he's allowing things to happen but but we know that together we can stand strong and firm on the truth of the word of God so so come on reach out your hands today I'm going to pray right now father in Jesus mighty name Lord for these these ones just struggling right now oh God or we have friends or family father God that with with COVID or just struggling father maybe they've lost people People this week or these last few weeks, I go, Holy Spirit, would you come and visit them right now, I pray. Lord, bring in your comfort. You are the Prince of Peace, oh God. Father God, you're the God of the miraculous. So Father, right now, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we ask for the miraculous power of Jesus Christ to visit these ones, Lord, that are on our minds right now. Father, that you would minister, that you would heal, that you would restore, oh God. Lord, for those who have lost, uh, lost loved ones, Father God, would you come in like a flood with your love? right now, oh God, that Lord Jesus, I pray somehow, some way, oh God, Lord Jesus, what the enemy meant for evil, Father, will you somehow turn it around for good, oh God, that your name would be glorified, oh God, that people would see the name of Jesus lifted high, oh God. So Father, Lord, I pray for the broken hearts this morning, oh God, Lord, would you wrap your hands of compassion around each one, I pray, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Come on, can we give the Lord a, a big round of applause? Praise your name, my God. Praise your name. All right, let's get started. 
I, I love that as a church family, hey, we can stand together. Eh? So, so if you've got prayer requests, those Orange Connect cards are in front of you. We would, we've got a team dedicated to be praying for you uh, and praying for needs uh, around our world and in our church. So you fill out a Connect card there. That would be so good. Right. Right, after, right. So uh, a little bit of wisdom. Uh, what an amazing topic. And I, and I don't know about you, but, but I, I could do with a whole lot more wisdom than what I have right now. And, and, and so in this series, we're, we're looking at uh, the book of Proverbs. There's 31, book, uh, 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, one for every day of the month. So can I encourage you to, to get on? So today is the 11th, so reading chapter 11 today. Uh, and, 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 but this morning, I, I wanted to highlight just an incredible message from on Pastor Steve to kick us off last week uh, uh, around, around uh, uh, the F finances, but not, not about necessarily giving more, but some practical tips and pointers and understanding some wisdom around managing what God has given us uh, from Proverbs. So if you, if you missed that, that message, you can jump online uh, or you can download the Elam Christian Center app and you can listen to that again. I'd highly recommend that you do that. Hey, well, how many people here need some more wisdom in their lives? If I could put up both hands, I could. I would. I, I need some more wisdom. We could all do with a little bit more wisdom in and, and many places. And, and we can find, the truth is today, we can find wisdom or what we think to be wisdom on, in all sorts of different ways and places, and, and especially online. So, for example, a wise person once said this, don't pat an angry dog. Very wise. Another wise, I suppose the wise, wise sayings at least. Uh, people are like rubber bands. Uh, they all need to be stretched to be effective. Wise saying, a closed mouth, I like this one, a closed mouth gathers no foot. <laughs> Brilliant. Or, or some practical advice like this, like this is incredibly practical, and if you've done this, don't put your hand up. Never lick a moving blender. So don't go and try it this afternoon, everybody at home. But, but here's the thing. The greatest source, I believe, of, of all wisdom can be found and is only found in the Word of God, the Bible. This is, uh, this is Jesus in flesh for us. And the Bible is filled with wisdom, with answers for questions for everyday life and for decisions that maybe you are making. So, so a quick recap. A quick recap, Proverbs uh, is, was written by King Solomon, who was the son of King David. 31 chapters, one for every day of the week. And, and our hope and our, my prayer uh, for you today, uh, as, we go, as we look at this series and as we, as we read the Word of God together, like chapter 11 and chapter 12 tomorrow, my, my hope and my prayer through this series is that, uh, that we will be more effective in our decision-making that we will gain some new wisdoms and insight when we face challenging environments and, and situations as followers of Jesus Christ, that we would consider the wisdom of the Word of God and implement it into our life. That's very important. So how important is wisdom to you? If you're thinking about your week ahead, how important is wisdom to you? Maybe in your conversations. Maybe if you're a, a manager or a boss, those tough discussions with employees this week, how would wisdom change what you would say? Parents, husbands and wives. What is wisdom to you? 
Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, it says this. It says, wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. I, I love this, that though it costs you all you have, get understanding. That's from the, the wisest person that ever lived. You might have heard that saying before that uh, of, this, of this writer. But the, the word wisdom translated literally means skilled knowledge. Skilled knowledge, it's not just what we understand, though, in our brain, but it's how we apply it to our lives. Application. See, there's a big difference between knowledge and wisdom. Uh, I've heard it said this way, that knowledge constructed the Titanic. Wisdom would have avoided icebergs. It's one thing to have a boat, but you still got to know how to sail it. Another way, knowledge builds a house, but wisdom builds a home. See, knowledge understands God, but wisdom walks with God. And in the four, first nine chapters of the book of Proverbs, we see four people that are introduced to us. And, and if you've been reading along here this morning, you, you'll know these, these four types of people. And we're just going to unpack a, a little bit of, of these people that are mentioned in the first nine, books of, of, first nine chapters of Proverbs. Because here's the thing. As I've read, I've seen myself in these four people, especially three of them, <laughs> And, and I'm believing that you will too. And the whole goal is that we can, we can highlight some things in life, that we can gain some wisdom maybe, but, but not just filling our brains and our minds full of knowledge, but wisdom on how to live and how to unpack, how to apply the truth of the Word of God to our lives. Because see, most of us gain wisdom, if we're all honest here, probably most of us gain wisdom by making mistakes. That, that, that's how we are. I, I know that I should learn by other people. That, that's my goal. Is I, I learn from everybody else's mistakes. But the truth is, is that we all go through this university of hard knocks at times. And that teaches us the most. And, and, and so, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. See, wisdom, wisdom says that the fireplace is hot. But the simple say, is it Really? Is it really hot? And this is the first person uh, that is mentioned in Proverbs. The first person is the simple, is mentioned there. The simple is someone who is not wise, but the and the reason that they're not wise is that no one told them. They, they, have, have the, they don't have knowledge. They just don't know. They are naive. Proverbs 7, 7, I saw among the simple it's the first person that we see mentioned in, in Proverbs. Uh, I saw among the simple, and I noticed among the young men, or young people, <laughs> a youth who had no sense. <laughs> do, do you know people, or have you, have you experienced that in, in yourself as you reflect? It's like, man, what was I thinking? What, what was I thinking? Because, because wisdom says, don't pat the dog you don't know. But the simple says, ooh, there's a dog. Wisdom says that fireplace is hot, but the simple says, is it really? <laughs> Let me see for myself. The simple. See, we, we are parents of three daughters, three uh, beautiful daughters, and, and we have had, uh, over the years, especially Denise, we've had conversations with our girls about one day, a boy is going to come along and say, uh, tell her that, that he loves her, and you will fall head over heels for this boy and simply just believe them. 
And, and, and so, so we, we don't even talk about boyfriends anymore, but we, we talk about husbands because we want to help paint a picture for them of what their future may look like. And I know, know that there may come a time when my voice or our voices don't carry much weight with our children as they, as they grow up and they make their own decisions and they begin to stretch their own wings and, and they, they listen to other influences, but, but I pray that they have a deep within them the words of their wise parents. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's, I've, I've said to my girls or, or my daughters, and maybe you've said this as well, if, if, if he doesn't love Jesus, then he's not the one for you. If he doesn't treat you with love and respect, he, he's not the one for you. If he doesn't support the Waikato Chiefs, he's definitely not the one for you. <laughs> definitely out. <laughs> See, I'm also believing that for your children and my children, today's Super Sunday, they're having a blast, having a great time out in their programs, learning about the Lord and, and, and making friends. And, and I'm believing that for your children and for my children, that, that here, as, as this, church, this is their church uh, as well, and that, that in our youth culture and our different programs of Voltage and, and Oxygen for our young people is a place where they can learn and they can learn to talk to each other and to their leaders and to interact and build friendships with other youth who are growing also in wisdom. See, parents and adults, we, we have a place like that too called small groups. If you're not in one, I'd, every week I encourage uh, you to be a part of a small group where you will gain wisdom through interactions and conversations and support and encouragement with each other. Because, because I, if, I'm, if I'm really honest, there's times that we all have where we just need another voice of wisdom speaking into our lives. See, there's, there's a little simple in all of us, if we're, true, if we're honest. There's a little simple in all of us. Uh, and, and the simple simply hasn't learned how to understand the language of wisdom. Uh, see, that's why, why wise friends are so necessary and help us to stop making simple mistakes. See, are you surrounded with wise people? Or are you surrounded by people who really don't care about what happens to you. The cure, the cure for a simple person is simply time. You've got to live long enough and have enough people with wisdom in your life. The second person that we see about in Proverbs is, is this, is the second person is called the fool. <laughs> the, the fool, and the fool knows that, that what they do is, uh, that what they want to do is wrong, but they do it Anyway, so, so come on, it's like this scenario here, the, 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 the person goes to the doctor and, and the doctor says, if you keep taking that, if you keep eating like that, if you keep smoking that, if you refuse to exercise, you will be in trouble. Your body won't take it anymore. What does the fool say? Give me another can, let's get the party started. <laughs> Foolish. See, maybe you're, you know a fool uh, you're around you. Maybe you've got people that, oh, you're starting to click right now. There's some of their advice. may sound foolish, and, and probably more importantly, we can also identify the foolishness in each one of us and our behaviors as well. See, the fool's response is, why do we do it? Reason? Because it's fun. <laughs> Proverbs 10 verse 23, a fool finds pleasure in wicked schemes. See, in Hebrews, we read that that sin is good for a short time until it bites us. It's foolishness. 
See, God wants us to avoid the pain of foolish decisions, but he'll also allow us to have our way. He won't force us, but he'll warn us, and he'll put wise people around us and offer us wisdom if we'll listen and if we'll learn, but we still choose at times to go our own path. See, our greatest concern as parents are the friends of our children and who they choose to associate with. Craig Rochelle says this. He, he says this, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Proverbs 13 verse 20, walk with the wise and become wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harms. When I was about 16, my first car was a Mitsubishi Mirage, a two-door had one of those extra gear levers called a power shifter. It didn't do a whole lot, but it was called a power shifter. And back in the day, back then, it was really, really fun. And those old cars, you could turn the key off while you were driving along. You could pump your foot on the accelerator. You could turn the key back on, and it would do a backfire at the back of the car. <laughs> Amazing, especially at night. There's like a flame coming out the back. So you could drive around, and, and back then I was 16 with my first car, and we would drive through Hamilton City and the big buildings there, and you could drive down the main street, you'd turn the key off and, and turn it back on, and go bang out the back, and it was like an explosion coming out the back, and people would be like, what the hang has happened? It could reverberate around all the buildings. It was amazing, absolutely amazing. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it until one day the exhaust completely fell off my beloved car. <laughs> It was a 1,300cc car, old Mitsubishi Mirage, but after that it sounded like a diesel tractor. <laughs> dragging a plow behind it. It was dragging the whole way right to Unbelievable. See, foolish things. It blew the muffler right off. And, and I, it, it was stupid. It was probably dangerous at the time. <laughs> um, but it was fun. The cure for the fool... Is tragedy or being caught. Sadly, tragedies or being caught is often what it takes to get the foolish person's attention. See, friends, some of us here are in the car right now heading towards a destination that will result in damage to you and to those you love. The results of your potential actions will not be able to be repaired as easy as what you think. So right now, I'm urging you as, your, as a friend, as a pastor, choose wisdom. Choose wisdom of the Word of God. And, and if this is you this morning, if maybe no one else knows what you're carrying this morning, if this is you, I, I want you to know that there is no condemnation, but there's freedom for those who are in Christ. And here's the thing. If you would ask God to forgive you, He will. Almost like no questions asked. He gave his son for, for you and for me that we may know his freedom, that we may to repent, which means turn away, be forgiven, walk away from that stuff. I, I think today we, you know, we can live in a bit of a society where it says, oh, you know, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then we continue going on down that track. Where God says it's foolish, 
Come on, come on, let's, let, let's live in a season. Let, let's, let's gain some new wisdom on how to live our lives, how to apply what God is placing within us today because God will forgive and he will restore. That's always been his plan for us. The third person, the third person is described in the book of Proverbs as the mocker. The mocker, not a coffee drink with chocolate in it. <laughs> a mocker. And you may have met the mocker on social media. They're all over the place. Maybe call it a keyboard warrior if you want to. They, they love to pick a fight. You know, you, you see these crazy little comments all over the place. It's just like trying to wind people up and stir people up. And they love a battle. The, the mocker, they, they love being right. <laughs> and even, even uh, thousands of years ago, social, before social media was even a thing, the warning was already there. And the Word of God in the book of Proverbs, hey, Awesome. I love that, that before social media, the Word of God was there for us. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 7 and 8 says, Whoever corrects a mocker invites insults. Whoever rebukes the wicked incurs abuse. Do not rebuke mockers or they will hate you. <laughs> See, I believe the mocker has an issue with, maybe it's pride, but, but they, they don't want to even think that they could be wrong or they won't invite feedback or, or accept correction or even listen to correction. A, a mocker, see, see I, we've probably all got people where we've got into arguments and conversations and you just cannot win. You cannot turn them around. As tempting as it is, don't do it. And like the other two, the simple and the full, I've seen my face appear in the mocker's mirror. I've tried, I've been the other one. I've been the one with the sarcastic comments, the, the, the critical uh, feedback all the time, and, and, and the mocker just like, almost like, we, we call it here in New Zealand, if you're, uh, it's called taking the mickey. <laughs> taking the mickey. I don't know how that come about. Taking the mickey. I don't know what it is, but it, it's, it's mocking. And, and, and I used to, used to be a prideful and sarcastic and with witty comments all the time and, and, and doing it for just the laughs until you start realizing that the ones that you love the most are the ones who are copying it most and being hurt by it so often. See, just because we think it doesn't mean we have to say it. And I'm learning to push pause before I open my mouth and speak, and I, I hope that's your journey as well. James chapter 1, verse 19 and 20, it says this, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Here's a great tool. Here's a great tool for each one of us, uh, that when you want to react, where we can pause and think, uh, is simply this, be is it truthful? H, is it helpful? I, is it important? N, is it necessary? K, is it kind? What a great thing to think, to stop and think before we speak. The cure, the cure for the mocker, get this, is God. The cure for the mocker is God. And if that's you today, if you, if you uh, take pride in winning an argument or being right, and, and, and all the time my plea is to, is to, why don't we take time to bring it before the Lord today, to, to give it to Him. Uh, because when we are so fast to, to get angry or so, so quick to say our thoughts or to type that message, sometimes it does. It always comes around and gets us somewhere. The mocker, must humble themselves before God to truly find 
freedom in him. The fourth and final person, band, you guys could come right now, that would be great as well. The fourth and final person that we see described as, this is the good one, the wise, the wise person. Uh, so we see in the book of Proverbs, the four people are those, the simple, the fool, the mocker, and the wise. Proverbs 9 verse 9. It says this, it says, instruct the wise, and they will become wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to their learning. See, I've realized that most of the circuit instances where I have been simple or foolish or, or mocking, there, ha- there was a critical window of opportunity, a critical window of opportunity to make the right decision. I don't know why we don't do that. It's like we have those little alarm bells going off, but we sometimes have gone so far down a track we can't stop. I think so we all know. We all know that when we're getting going too fast down the motor, when the foot is too heavy on the accelerator, we can pull off. We know that on the TV remote, there's an off button. We know on the computer mouse uh, that we can turn the screen off. We don't have to open that window or click on that box because that next click could take us down a path of sin and with regret or a path of righteousness, unrighteousness, wisdom. Wisdom. Do you need more wisdom in your life? I know I do. See, friends, wisdom is always closer to us than what we think. Wisdom is found in the Word, number one. Wisdom is in our friends. Talk to somebody this morning. What, what should I do here? Great. Find wisdom in friends that trust and stand upon the Word of God. In your relationship with God, there's wisdom for you. And, and as we close today, thinking about those four people, those four things, especially the three things. Is there one of those people that, one of those attributes that is kind of just on top for us at the moment? I've kind of found in my own life is that in different environments, in different seasons, when I'm if I'm tired or I'm getting exhausted, that there's some of these things just seem to like pop up and surprise you. Foolish decisions, bad choices, hurtful comments. And, and, and my, my journey is, is that God, I don't want any one of these things. And here in this house, we, we have a saying that we will always speak words of life. We will always expect breakthrough. And sometimes we just need a reminder that these things, these attributes may be there, but God, we are going for you. We want to be wise. And and just like the Titanic, it's one thing to, to have great knowledge, but wisdom says how we will sail the boat, how we will live our lives when we face Meetings, people, situations. Let's enter them with a little bit more wisdom than what we have before. Can I ask you to close your eyes right now? And, and I, just, I just want to pray for some more people right now because I know that this is kind of 
quite a confronting thing. These three people are, are, are quite a confronting thing because they, they, they can talk to some things that may be in our lives that not necessarily anyone else may even know about. Like anger. Like just hurtful stuff that come out of your mouth, almost like at the wrong time. And this morning, I, I want to remind you what the Word of God says. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ, but we all stuff up. We all mess up. And today, I, I just felt like God was just, just saying, hey, come on, today, let, let's come back. Let's come back to Him. Let's learn uh, some, uh, a little bit more wisdom. Let, let's, let's gain, let's lay some things down at Him with His, at his feet today and give them back to Him. So I'm going to pray. And, and this morning, I'm just going to pray. pray and, and if that's you this morning, you just like carrying some stuff, just between you and God as I pray, you, you accept it, you, you believe it, you agree with it this morning, between you and God. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, for, for every person, Lord God, that is carrying stuff, Father God, th things of foolishness, of, of mocking, Lord God, of, of simple, Father God, where, where they've just lost their way. Father, I pray right now, Lord, you see every heart, oh God, and Lord, just with the way that you do, as a good, good Father, oh God. Lord, will you bring things to mind today? Lord Jesus, will you help us to take it from just be knowledge, but implementing into our journey the walk, Father God, of wisdom that we see in Proverbs. So Father, for everyone that is struggling, Lord, right now, I pray, oh God, would you, would you highlight, Lord God, the next step? Lord, so, so we don't go through our, our days and our weeks, oh God, with just struggling with the same old stuff. But today we draw a line in the sand that says, I choose to follow the wisdom of the Word of God. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do something. I'm going to make a change. Father, I pray for your amazing guidance and strength. In Jesus' name. That's why your eyes closed and your, your heads are still bad. Maybe this is your, your first time in, in church or first time in a long time. This is what Jesus did for us. God sent His one and only Son to this world that His name was Jesus. And Jesus come to be a sacrifice for you and for me. He, that Because it was a thing that, that in, in our hearts and our lives called sin and it separated us from knowing God. But God so loved you so much that He sent His one and only Son, His only Son, to pay a price, to take your debt upon His very body, upon a cross, that we may be free, that there be no separation between people and God. So Jesus took your stuff and my stuff, my sin. He put it upon Himself and He took it to a cross where He died. And three days later, He rose victorious, crushing the power of sin over our lives and death and sickness. He rose victorious. And today He offers us that free gift by 
that Jesus is the way, Jesus is the truth, and He is the life. And it's real simple. If you would like to say yes to Jesus right now, if you, you're saying, Daryl, I need to turn my life around. I need to step over a line today. This is what we're gonna do. Really simple. Not gonna embarrass anybody, but I'm gonna pray a prayer right now. And if you want to say yes to Jesus, why don't you pray this prayer silently in your heart after me. Pray, dear God, today I come to you. I give you my life. Forgive me of my sin. Make me brand new. Today I choose to repent and turn from my old life and follow you. So Lord, today I believe and I surrender my life to you in Jesus' name. Just lastly, while you still got your eyes closed, um, if you just prayed and said yes to Jesus right now as a faith statement, it's like that you prayed that prayer, you really, really meant it. You're, you're wanting to change your life today. Well, I believe today that if you prayed that prayer and saying yes to Jesus, that you have right now been forgiven. And this is all I'm going to do. I'm going to count to three right now by faith. Right now, faith in that decision that you've just made, saying yes to Jesus. If you said yes to Jesus, can I invite you to lift your hand when I get to three? Here we go. One, two, three. Lift